Honk with Mike Bridenstine is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. We should take a knee for the last three minutes to force this cheap fuck to buy Zoom. Mike knows like so, like the biggest names comedy dude. You gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. And this is what the show's about, Nick. That we're, we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. <laughs> Obama is the actual devil. Crocodile Dundee was cool. Yeah, welcome to Hung with Mike Bridenstine. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out Non-Taken Podcast. Shout out to The Buffer. Shout out No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Thank you for being here. Let's do a show. I have the world's greatest panel. Simon Gibson is here. First time, long time. He was a new face at the Montreal Comedy Festival. He's been on Last Call with Carson Daly, and he can be seen in the Amazon Prime documentary Inside Jokes. Mike Kaplan is back. You've seen him on The Tonight Show, on Conan, Letterman, Corden, Seth Meyers, Comedy Central. He's got an Amazon special. He's got comedy albums you should stream. He's Mike fucking Kaplan. You've probably heard of him. Jake Kroger is back from the Comedy Bureau. He's somehow the Jonathan Gold and the Iris Apfel of comedy. No one knows more about the L.A. alt scene or looks as fancy knowing it. Andy Peters is back. You know Andy. He's been on Those Who Can't. He's got an album from AST. He's got a special on Comedy Dynamics. Nina Tarr is back. You know Nina Tarr. She's a comedian, DJ. She was Fabriziana on the Emmy-winning HBO Max series Hacks. Trigger warning, there's a lot of puns in this episode. Let's get into it. Here are Simon, Mike, Jake, Andy, and Nina. If you don't already, please hit subscribe. Don't make her feel weird because she's a woman, okay? Phew! Hey, Nina. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have Halloween costumes yet? No. Yeah, well, we're doing, uh, we're trick-or-treating at the zoo this year, so um, we're going, Silas's favorite animal is giraffes, so we're going as a giraffe family, <laughs> and they're doing, like, a trick-or-treat station at real-life giraffes, so we're going to get video of just confusing the hell out of giraffes. <laughs> that sounds fun. We're going to feed giraffes dressed as giraffes. Here's my idea. You guys ready? I'm I'm gonna be the only person doing it. Squid Game. What do you guys think? Yeah, seriously. Yes. I if think you go that... as one of the players. You are lazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can buy those with the numbers on them, according oh, to you. That's so hard. According to every other post on Instagram that I see. If you so. go as a specific Squid Game death, I would respect that. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, no, I, the yeah, number yeah. based on like a person that died doing. I don't want to spoil it if nobody watched it, but a person who died doing the glass bridge. Yeah, I'm going game. as broken glass in that. my model tummy. I like that show because you would definitely know like who was next to die. They really cast it, and that was one of those shows like Running Man, where you're like, okay, this no name. Uh, person who's just like next to play this game, they might die. I'm gonna go as Squid Games, but I'm gonna get a squid costume. Nice. And he's gonna be playing a different, a bunch of board games. That's clever. So, I like it. I will win a party from Squid Game. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I'm gonna be Adriana Serva from Sopranos. Nice, nice. That's a good one. I just started yeah. rewatching all those. So bad. It's like I did too. Yeah, because I was gonna watch The Many Saints of Newark, and then I heard it's a giant piece of shit. It's yeah, not good. See, it's not a good same. movie. I started with like season four when uh, you know um, they really deepened, <laughs> get deep into the Maltasantes, and then she's a big part of that season with the. Mm heroin addiction it's a sad season and I then yeah and then i read a review in the movie and i was like i'm gonna dip out of this really sad yeah. <laughs> mafia season my favorite is when like my favorite thing between christopher and adriana is when he's like <laughs> like there when he when he tries to, his whole like narrative of him becoming a screenwriter is so funny because i think yeah. it's, it's hilarious when like a goomba tries to be like yeah i do art you know and you're like what <laughs> like but my favorite is like have you ever hooked up with a celebrity and she's like, she's like, one time I sucked Penn and Teller. I Penn and Teller. He's like, both of them. She's like, no, just Penn. I sucked his dick. <laughs> and he's like, fucking whore. I'm like, wow. those are good impressions. That's a good yeah, Maltesanti. Really I'm just impressed that you like you're getting into the character of your <laughs> Halloween costume. <laughs> All of us are dicking around with giraffes and Squid Game, and you're like, no, oh. I, I took a voice class. <laughs> But what I mean, she has a lot of like signature outfits. What is like your look gonna be? I got this like really trashy, like um like animal print shirt that's like yeah. kind of like is like very um cleavage forward and um just white pants and then I'm just like nails and I'm gonna put my hair like you know like all like big into the side and just be you know just just lean in but yeah it's gonna be probably a belly chain remember that yes like, you know, like, yeah, yeah. like a little like a like an anklet like many anklets a lot of a lot of uh very uh obscure jewelry that no longer is sported I mean, as long as you do the voice, you could wear a giraffe outfit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I <laughs> that's actually kind of funny. I feel like she's wore giraffe print outfits, which would kind um, of be perfect. You could fashion. And giraffe print is, is I'd say, the most obscure of the animal prints. I would say, you know, a well, lot of women are doing cheetah and, yeah. and leopard. But the giraffe print is like, you know, that's a deep cut in the animal print, you know, in the textile world, I would say. Yeah. You don't I, see I'm actually, a lot of oh, non-patterned animal prints. Like this is just a, <laughs> this is a brown bear print. Oh, is that, is it? <laughs> Mike, what were you gonna say? Oh, I just uh, this is my my silly. I'm just gonna say something silly. Go just for it. I warn everyone that this isn't gonna be real. Uh, because for, for Halloween, I don't really dress up because I don't do characters. You know, I'm just like a truth teller, and I You're a journalist uh, first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I want to. Uh, what I want to dress up as is like a, an ancient prehistoric uh, creature that is has a long neck, uh, and it's a creature from a Jurassic Park. That's all I wanted Jurassic. to do. Okay. <laughs> wow. Guys, I he told took you a in long advance. winding road to that one, didn't he? Andy got so, mad like at neck. that one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as a giraffe family, we he's sat insulted. Here and we <laughs> into the Don't you insult my family? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now I want to do a mafia giraffe. <laughs>
<laughs> like, uh, wait, is that looking at my neck? Are you looking at my neck? <laughs> Mafia giraffe is like a password protection that you have. You're like, uh, two words that don't relate. Uh, Mafia giraffe. Uh, Mafia giraffe, uh, 23. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> two words have never been put together. Oh, <laughs> well, now I have to change my password. Over your costume, Andy? Huh? Would you yeah, just I just gotta add. I just gotta your... add gold chains and a gun yeah, yeah. to my giraffe costume. I do love that in The Sopranos, any mafia guy, no matter the age, can beat up any civilian. That's like one yeah. of the highlights of the show. An old man just beating the yeah. shit out of like, why don't you just sign up for UFC? Yeah. Or like any size, like giant muscly dudes, polywanas can just be- like grab their whole body and throw it over a bar. It's, it's like very that dude impressive. works out at a gym and polywanas is like 82 years old. Yeah, like old. the guy that works at Bada Bing who's like the main bouncer, any yeah. mafia guy can just beat the he shit out of him. tossed around by a guy named Big Pussy. Yes. <laughs> Y'all know that bouncer? He's a, he's a comedian from Boston. Mm-hmm. Is he? Yeah, Frank Santarelli. He's very yeah. funny. Fran Salamita? Very, very, that's a syllable twin of Frank Santarelli. <laughs> but, and same initials and same Boston origins. That's, that was a quick pull. Thank you. I watched When Stand Up Stood Out this weekend for no oh. reason. Yeah. I mean, had you seen it before? I own it on DVD and I went into sure. my garage and got it and oh. put it into a DVD player. That's great. It's a good. Is movie. that the bo- that's the Boston documentary? Right? Yeah, Barry Crimmins is dying, and it's about uh, how sad they were when Stephen Lynch got famous before. Yeah. Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright. Sorry. Stephen Wright. Stephen Lynch. They also got Ugh. mad when Stephen Lynch got famous, but that's not what the movie's about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And who the main guy? Oh, fucking Larry. Lenny Clark. Lenny Clark. Lenny, Clark. Lenny, Lenny, not Larry. Yeah, Lenny Clark. Um, oh, speaking of comedians, uh, there's a new Curb season coming out, so I wanted to check in and yeah. see who's winning the Larry David versus Jerry Seinfeld debate. I saw Bobcat talk about this in a trailer for his movie with Dana Gould. He hates Jerry Seinfeld. Says Seinfeld is uh, has done nothing but put a GoPro in a car since Seinfeld. Like that's the only thing that he's uh, done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's kind of a good show. I'm not going to lie. I think that I like to hear Jerry Seinfeld talk about comedy. Sure. Who is winning? Uh, How far behind uh, Larry David is Jerry Seinfeld? Or is it even? Is it not even close? What what say you? In billions of dollars? I'm not sure. I think they're about even. I I think they're both winning. Yeah. Yeah. But who's winning or generally winning comedy? I kind of feel like they're tied because they, but well, maybe, you know, Larry David has made more episodes of television if that's a qualifier, but it has, okay. Has Larry David ever apologized? Cause Jerry just apologized for B movie. Did you get that? Oh yeah. Cause there's but, like some, what's he apologizing for? Yeah. He, he feels like there was some sexual innuendo with the B and he's a, he's sorry for, about that. Oh, what was it? Do you there remember? Was, it was out. It's like, oh, I've never seen the movie. So, uh, be be yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the race. They're racing to cancel themselves, and neither of them can do it. Is it okay? Do they have a copacetic relationship though? Like, there's no like combat. They're not like in a right. Like Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld, to what I know, are fine. They're friends, correct? Or do they have? Yeah, I think they're I, fine. Yeah. Has so he been on? We're just saying in terms of success, which you're not measuring monetarily. You're saying in terms of 
creative success. I think creative success. I honestly. Larry David, I would say. Okay. Because yeah. he not only created Seinfeld, he not only was like, you know, the, the, the driving force in that, even though Jerry was, you know, obviously the, the you know, main character. But uh, he also then made Curb. And then that's like what this this new season is what the ninth season. Oh, I feel like damn. that's been on TV since the 90s. What does Jerry Seinfeld do to make money these days? Just stand up? Like, what does he do? Comedians uh, in cars getting coffee. Collect residuals from Seinfeld streaming on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And he sits in his car, like, you know. Yeah. Has Larry David ever been on Comedians in Cars? Yes. He yeah. has. Okay. Well, then they, they got no beef. And then, then Seinfeld's been on Curb Your Enthusiasm a bunch of... They did a whole season. They about, did a whole season. I like that the, the point that Seinfeld apologized for something, but Larry hasn't. But maybe Larry doesn't have anything to apologize for. And Jerry and Andy, I, I apologize in advance for this. It's going to be another long walk. Uh, the thing... <laughs> Take your long walks. I like it. It worked out I'll get there time. fast. It's... I do I really... Got, uh, okay, just keep I, going. I think there's some truth. <laughs> Just let I, me know I, when we hit the station. You're making really it longer think, of a walk. <laughs> I think this is true that at least in spirit, if not in letter, that the thing he was apologizing for was okay. related to bestiality. That's sincere. <laughs> I really okay. was about a All human right. bee situation. Uh, you were wow. how many how many bee puns did you? Run through the noggin before you that's, landed on. That's the only. Reality. That was real. That was the real one. That's I read that's the, the apology and it. It was yeah. Family Feud. A <laughs> hundred me's were asked and they all said bestiality. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna insert MC Mr. Napkins uh, the aggressive bee song right here. That's oh, it. that would be fun. That would be fun. Mike's um, not even listening. He's just thinking of. He'll just hear one thing. He's just thinking in bee puns oh, right now. Right Whenever he looks uh, up like that, he just hit a new B pun. You you yeah. don't I don't think anyone understands me because I I don't have to think about these. They just happen to me and I then I'm like, if they're gonna happen to me, they're gonna happen to everyone. Puns so, are happening to him at all times, you guys. I'm currently yeah. waiting for a B pun. Uh, I mean the word beef has is made of mostly the word B, and I didn't say that until now. Look, Curb everyone. your pun enthusiasm. Uh, here's a, a non-pun related uh, Larry David story from my own life. This is a true thing. My aunt and uncle once met him in a store and he like went all Larry David on them mm. in that they had a dog with them, their dog. The, and he was like, can you have that dog in this store? And they're like, we think so. And he's like, I don't think so. And he calls over an employee and says, can they have that dog in this store? And the employee's like, yeah, that's fine. And he's like, I don't think so. And he calls over the manager and he's like, can they have that dog in the store? And the manager's like, yeah, it's totally fine. And he's like, I don't think so. And that's it. That's amazing. Oh, man. Yeah. Larry I David in the wild. There's also that great video. Have you seen that, that video of him like in the wild? Someone I heard captured it. I heard a it. video phone of like him going off on a like ticket machine at a parking garage. Have you guys uh, seen that? He it's just like got Larry David he caught just, in the wild in real life. And he's like, this ticket machine's not working. He just went <laughs> off on Alan Dershowitz. Did I'm you wanna, team Larry David on that one. I'm team Larry David as well. You think that he's I'm, just making, like, you know when somebody just, like, is playing a character of themselves because it's, like, easier to just, like, lean into, the, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, the myth? 
Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. it's like, oh, they want to see, they want to be like, Larry, Larry, sorry, Mr. David, I'm a huge fan. And then he's like, fan, fan of me. And then he has to like do a shtick. Yeah, yeah. Or is yeah. he a shtick? Like, is he like, is it genuine and sincere? Or is he just playing the role of Larry David, you know? Yeah, like. Well, I think like he just is, like, that's just is who he is. Like the situation in the grocery store with the dog that like halfway, I imagine he has to be like, oh, I'm being Larry David. Right. right now. So at what point, <laughs> at what point does he think I'm doing this for material? Yeah. I, I don't mean, think, like, I don't think he thinks that way, but I do think he probably has to stop and be like, oh man, I'm being the character Larry David again. Or he just always. But we need him to be that. Cause if he becomes like therapy, like if he like goes to therapy and just like, doesn't become somebody who gets like stuck in the mire of his own, like fucking mental minutia, then, then he can't write new seasons of Curb. Then yeah. he'll be just Stephen Colbert. <laughs> uh, okay, so did you win away in on McCartney and Jagger? Did anybody win away in that real oh, beef? Yeah. Bobcat, Team Bobcat, Team Bobcat, yeah. all the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm with Keith Richards. Whatever, whatever team. What's their beef? Uh, oh, Paul McCartney's. Paul McCartney said that they were a blues cover band, and mm-hmm. and Mick Jagger said, uh, "Do you guys still tour?" Or, and that was it. That's like in reference to the Beatles, he was like shit talking the Beatles. Well, the Beatles <laughs> shit talked and stuff. Like, what, posthumously, yeah. There's like, wait a minute. Members are dead. Yeah, the, the Beatles. Okay, everyone. Uh, okay, here that was go. its own I pun. Go. I can't be here. <laughs> you put a <laughs> B in the middle of another bug. I just remember this is a podcast, and this ongoing bit I keep doing is hey, gonna hey, go. Hey guys, oh behave! Hey, <laughs> right? Okay. Fuck. Simon Gibson, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'm with you know, like they both had. So Rolling Stones just recently lost a member, Charlie Watts. R. Yes. R. Yes, and so they're now like on even. I I can't oh, believe right. you're that the that's... drummer. You're a dr- resident drumming expert. Yeah, but the beef, the the a beef, a beef between the Rolling Stones, and the Beatles is just a ridiculous. Bee. If the basis of the beef is like, why aren't you touring? It's because like both bands have like <laughs> yeah. members that keep dying. Is probably what's happening. <laughs> yeah, they're I mean, all in their nineties. Sublime, Sublime's doing it. They're crushing. Oh, that's right. They got uh Rome. They just got yeah, some guy singing the songs. Who's there? <laughs> who's there, Bradley? Who's Louie Dog? Who's playing Louie Dog? Uh, That's a deep Sublime like reference. I'm so Louis sorry. Uh, I'm Sublime now. And it's like for some reason, like the two bands that become the bane of your existence when you're born and raised there is Sublime and Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah. because yeah. they won't ever not play them in any place you go to, restaurant, retail store, radio, whatever it is. And I think the most astute tweet I ever saw that describes Sublime's music just so succinctly is Sublime makes music for people that throw up in the ocean. And <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I just like have, I, you know, I used to be, uh, you know, a, a young teenager who smoked a lot of, you know, marijuana, uh, bongs, a lot of, a lot of oh. bong jokes, a lot of, a lot of people being like, Bradley Knowles fucking I'm thinking about getting a fucking Bradley Knowles fucking tattoo right here dude and fucking it has like a mushroom and it says 420 and you're just like oh that's a, a horrendous idea yeah um, and that guy's that guy's 29 oh yeah yeah that's, that's actually Brooks Whelan like no <laughs> 
I thought of Brooks Whelan when you said, like, I just pictured Brooks Whelan with the album cover, which is already like a bad tattoo. The Sublime Sun. That was just a built-in bad tattoo. Yeah, the, the um, Red Hot Chili Peppers asterisk tattoo. I have a question and then I think a fun thing after my question. <laughs> my, my question is, uh, I think it's already fun, but uh, who is Anthony Knowles? Lead singer is sublime. Okay, great. Uh, so I th- here's here's what Bradley. I think would be fun. Is it? Oh, Bradley. I'm. So, yeah. Thank you. That's that's the thing Mike, that I think would be fun. Mike, as long as you fun. announce what you're yeah. about to do, I'm very happy with. Oh yeah, yeah. This, is about I, to happen. He's calling his shots. He's calling. Yeah. His shots. I'm gonna do two puns and a punchline joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two puns and a chline. Um, so, uh, Mike, you see where part of where I'm going, which is that I do think it'd be funny if a guy went into get a, a Bradley Knowles. Uh, tattoo, but accidentally through substance use uh, was so messed up that he a- accidentally got a Beyonce Knowles I stepped tattoo. all over your shit. Uh, I stepped oh no, no, no! <laughs> but you know, you didn't. You totally didn't because she is, of course, the queen bee. Um, oh! <laughs> oh my god! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> in Michael, the ocean, I think, right I in think the ocean. that's Mike Kaplan's. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you might as well call my apartment the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, is 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 Jim Hamilton still doing his Red Hot Chili Peppers joke? I think every I saw him yesterday, and I didn't make him do it. But every time I see him, I make I also make him do his uh, oh fucking a stigmata joke, even though nobody else was raised Catholic. Oh, I love that that joke. joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. My day was like a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Not good. Not good. <laughs> I've heard that joke for ten years. Still, still hits. Max good... Beasley, Max uh-huh. Young Max, has a joke I love. He's like, I went to the doctor and he told me that uh, my blood sugar was low, but my sex magic is off the charts. <laughs> that is a good joke. I just the title "Blood Sugar Sex Magic" is just the epitome of Red Hot Chili Peppers' talent to just like spliced together cool sounding words yeah. and that they like got by their whole career was like yeah. hodgepodging cool sounding words and then when they didn't have any words they just went hibbity bop skibbity scap and then they just like had filler sounds yeah. in between what i got you like, gotta chew in my tata. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, little, little, little papa. just it, like nonsense rhyming and when you run out of nonsense, right? Simon, you can keep doing that if you want. Yeah. Hey, really? Why is that killing me? I don't know. It's it great. Like a, a nine-year-old think is cool. They're like, it's like something where they're like, oh, yeah. When I, next that, time I'm doing comedy and can't it. think of my, yeah. They think it's cool. Also, like, the, okay, if you guys want to watch something that is just incredible, them the first appearance of Red Hot Chili Peppers on television is when they performed on SNL in 1994, I believe. First time on and TV was SNL? Yeah. When they yeah. had socks on their cocks. Uh, right? John Frusciante is like at this point just deep, deeply into heroin. Okay. So they're about to sing Scar Tissue or Under the Bridge rather. And um, they're there and like to see. So Anthony Kiedis is shirtless as per usual. And he's just kind of like posturing, but he's kind of doing like a Danzig that, you know, it's just like, like this. And um, they all look at John Frusciante, who is like nodding out. 
and they're like okay this is our big break this is like the biggest thing they've done in their career and it sounds so john Frusciante, you know the the guitar is like he's so like he just shot up and so him like he's off key so it just is like it sounds like somebody threw a handful of change in a toilet like it's just like and they're all looking at him like they're going to fucking kill him and they get through the song and it is so hard to watch and they're all just like pushing through it and uh laura says that right after they shot that like it went to commercial break anthony kiedis and flea literally bum rushed John Frusciante to beat the shit out of him. They were so angry and the producers at SNL had to like pull them apart. They were like, you fucker! And like tried to, but it's an incredible video. It's so funny to see a shirtless man who was once filled with confidence embarrassed, but not because he's shirtless. (laughs) I'm like, whoa. Man. Who was hosting that, that week? You know? No, I don't know. Oh, Tom Arnold. That's the funny thing, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Tom Arnold is like, the red hot chili peppers. And I think he's <laughs> with Roseanne Barr. So they're both like, the red hot chili peppers. And then it's just like some heroin addict noodling on a guitar. Friend of the show, Tom Arnold. He's been on. Love Tom Arnold. Uh, who do you guys have in the Tom Arnold Roseanne beef? <laughs> I got Tom. Team Tom. A knife. Wait, what's the beef, Mike? Do you have a oh, specific? They, oh, they have a long. They, yeah. they, have a they long, were married they were and married. now they're not. No, I mean, I so. know that part. Is some recent? Oh no. Oh no. They, yes, just, yes, they are beefing I mean, over politics. She's a life. she's a Trump girl, and uh, he's wants them tapes. He wants those tapes very badly. Oh, yeah. Did yeah. he ever find it? Like I thought they're in for Kansas in a cave in like an underground tape. thing. It's didn't he do a Vice show just about finding did. the tapes? He did. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what tapes? The Trump P- the P- Apprentice tapes. Oh. Oh no, I thought it was the P tapes. He's looking. I no, those that. are those are not true. Those are not true. No. Those so are what not was he real. looking for? The Apprentice N word tapes. Ah. Oh, or was he I, looking for the P tape? No. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I think it was the P-word tapes. Yeah. Yeah. Trump said pee-pee. And we got to find the tapes. Where are the tapes? Okay, I wanted your take on this one. Last night I turned on the baseball game, and Jock Peterson, a player, was wearing a pearl necklace. And everybody I was with debated. They asked him why he chose a pearl necklace, Jock Peterson. And he said, and I quote, because I'm just a bad bitch. Mm. This is awesome to me. I Dude, think I, I love sports now. <laughs> I love what they're doing now. <laughs> Baseball is like bitch. one of the only jewelry sports. Guys are wearing uh-huh. like diamond dangling earrings again. Yeah. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I will it's the only say, sport, like you know, a sport's not a sport when like you can just wear your watch and keep your wallet in your pants and just like make a phone call on your cell phone while playing a sports position. Well, they yeah. did say that Tim Raines would slide head first because his cocaine vial was in his back pocket. But... Yeah, there's all these stories of like the dude, yeah, who uh, the pitcher that pitched a whole game on acid. Oh, yeah, and, like, yeah, you yeah. can do that. You know, Doc Ellis, he threw a no- he didn't he, he didn't throw the whole Doc game. Ellis. He pitched a no hitter the whole game. So. That's right. 
But didn't he also so like, if that's, hit, like, like that's like, a testament? Guys? Like, I he, mean, he you, walked a lot of people. Yeah, he walked a lot of people. He hit several people, while but, no he hits, <laughs> but no hits. But no hits. No hits. A lot of he was hits. a pterodactyl for a little while. It was <laughs> yeah. a wild. Thing. He was a giraffe family at one point. Yeah. <laughs> a whole family, one guy, whole giraffe, one guy, <laughs> whole family. He's the original he struck Mulcastan. out Jesus at one point. It was a game. <laughs> Jake, you are the most fashion forward. Do you have a pearl necklace? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Mm. I feel like that for a time people had this like ongoing pool about what ne- what my next accessory is going to be. Yeah. And people keep saying monocle, and that was before I had glasses. I think you could pull off. A I monocle. think you could pull off a monocle easily, and I'm surprised Where's you haven't. Monocle, you really are furrowing your brows. So yeah, much. I'm it's not hard a to fan laugh. Of that. Hard to. Right? Yeah, but here, here's one thing I never understood. What a terrible invention, the, the monocle. <laughs> yeah, but I, but I never understood what a monocle was for. Like people had one bad eye. Is that how did the monocle get invented? Like for one person? No, I have like worse vision in my left eye had... than that, my right. So that I mean that kind of makes sense. Well, I think that this is probably not historically accurate, but I probably I bet what I could wager is that uh, perhaps the material to make that kind of glass was expensive, and maybe if you had like one eye that was oh, like you could do both. You choose, you would like kind of be like, okay, well, like this is what I have to use, and then you could also take it on and off, and so maybe it was for more like magnification, or you know, I don't know, but it was it seemed like something that wouldn't like be stuck there all the time, like. We see it in photographs because that's probably like, look at my fancy monocle, you know, and they would want to pose with it. Yeah. But utilitarian wise, I, I bet that they used it like it was just very much a like a, a jeweler's Jake, eye is was one eye. Yeah, yeah, jeweler's loop. I wonder what came first, jeweler's loop, man- magnification glass, or um, a monocle. Or Jake, an do you eye know what patch. I think you could pull off is if you did the earring attached to a nose ring by a chain. Move, <laughs> oh yeah, you did that. Who did or that? <laughs> nipple to nose. Nipple to anything that Erica Badu does. Is that what you want me to do? <laughs> if you do Jake, anything, get a face tattoo. Jake, why don't you just why don't you just oh, cut the shit? Get a Tyson. face tattoo. Get a Mike yeah. Tyson. <laughs> yeah, get a tattoo of Mike Tyson. I do yeah. appreciate that you said cut the oh, shit. Who used to like... have that bit? Who used to have that bit? I have a tattoo of Mike Tyson's face on my face. Who used to have that bit? <laughs> God, that's like an old. That's a dat fan. If Maybe I've it's ever a Seattle comic. Maybe it's like a friend. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. Oh, oh, can I throw you guys a curveball? You don't have to comment if you want. Billy Porter. A B, a, a B, before we before B4. we get to that curveball, uh-huh. yes. uh, yeah. guys. Yeah. I just uh, I just want to say one last thing about baseball uh-huh. and being a bad bitch. Is that just uh, all of the initials are B? It's B B B B B B B B B B B B B B Bad bitch baseball. Okay, so now ball. I now would play that done. video game. Yeah. <laughs> would the rest of you? Would the rest of you fellas wear a pearl necklace? Oh, I would. Yeah, absolutely. I think it, it's like just a a, a a price thing. I can't afford a pearl necklace. I mean, is that still a status symbol? I feel like that was a symbol Pearls? of rich status in like the 19th century. Well, freaking. Are they still expensive? Can't you just like Pearls? open a clam? Go clamming. <laughs> Go clamming a bunch of times and then like yeah, straight together. Go clamming for, go for gold. Pussy. <laughs> go clamming, yeah. dude. Go to, <laughs> go to Huntington oh. Beach. Yeah. Rip you a give bong. Me about, you give put me on about some three to four minutes. So I am a dog. 
Call Tom Arnold because we just found the P-word tape. Where are the pearls? Best episode yet. Okay, Billy Porter was talking about Harry Styles has been wearing a pearl necklace, and he said that uh, that he had to fight his entire life to be able to wear a dress, and that Harry Styles now doing that stuff is uh, he's allowed to because he's a straight white man. Mm. I don't think it has anything to do with sexuality. I think you can just like wear ridiculous he also wears like he's bringing back like the zoot suit and like the like yeah uh look with the parachute pants i mean wait didn't dennis rodman wear pearls dennis rodman wore dresses yeah dennis rodman married himself so i don't know yeah there's uh asap rocky's wearing rocking a lot of pearls these days like Lil uzi burt wears like a lot of but i also think by the way jake you can get fake pearls we have. Oh yeah, I, I know. Pearls, just get fake fucking pearls, and then you can rock the look. Nobody's looking. You don't got that jeweler loop. You know, people aren't walking around checking the validity yeah. of people's jewelry. You can it's wear the jewelers loop. Look at your. Yeah, no, that's true. I I do have a fake Cartier watch. Uh, that I looked up how you would have to find out it was a fake. Wait, and... wait, wait, Mike, don't even say it. Is it called a Cartier? Okay. All right. Oh. Okay. Now that was I wasn't a part of that at all. <laughs> I feel like you needed to take a longer road, Andy. That was too short of a road. Here's here's what I'll I went say. bought a fake Cartier. If I was Mike Kaplan delivering it, like, okay, guys, before I go, I'm gonna do one pun really quick. Um, I was purchasing a fake Cartier watch, and the person giving me the watch said, "Wouldn't you rather have a Cartier?" <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> You're out. Here's, the, here's what I'll say with, with the pearl necklaces and the straight men like wearing dresses and, and like, I, I think it's great. What I do find really disturbing. The thing that I find most disturbing about like young people's fashion is none of that, but it is the fact that Janko jeans, they're popular again. Are they? Up. Kids are, they? are wearing baggy clothes. Oh, buddy. I, I had a pair of Jankos. I was. Oh in my a... God. I, Man. Kids today doing Ooh. different stuff than older but, people. But it's the same. <laughs> no, but it's always this is secular. Like everything yeah. is TikTok you know made I mean? Abercrombie when popular we again. Well, that's why when we were teenagers, our parents were like, you know, this was hit when I was in. I'm like, shut up. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, saying like, that. Oh, are back, and you're like, fuck off. <laughs> you know what I really want to come back? Do you remember those T-shirts that were like? um like Big Johnson yes. shirts, where yeah, they'd yeah, be yeah. like Big Johnson yeah, yeah. poker, look her in the front, and like her stuff yeah. like that. You want sexual <laughs> harassment on a shirt? Look her in the rear. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you can wear that. First loser. female body inspector. Like we need to yeah. bring back Jinko jeans combined with no fear shirts. That's what no we need. Fear. Oh, no, my favorite. I think this will come back. So when I was in seventh grade, my biggest crush, Cody Shouse. Shout out, Cody. Love you, Cody t-shirt a world industry shirt <laughs> he had a world what? industry shirt i feel like he's gonna come back like those like the flame guy like the ice guy but he had a world industry shirt and it said when hell freezes over i'll snowboard there hell yeah dude <laughs> oh that fucking <laughs> that rules yeah andy peters uh this, you will yeah. be the only person who knows this but the main salesperson for jinko in the midwest was Colt Cabana's father. Thank you. Colt oh, Cabana. that's true? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Colt Cabana Sr.? Yes. He's a wrestler. Yes. I know Colt Cabana's father. <laughs> <laughs>
hanging out with Colta. I know. His father. Hey, Col- uh, I like that. Mr. Colton. Jinko yeah. Jean representative of the Midwest, Mr. Colton. Do you, do you think these trends are almost like planned? Because I feel like 90s fashion is so big right now. And it's like that, you know, before that it was 80s because enough time had passed. And like yeah. the generation that has disposable income would buy that. Planned by whom? Like uh, the fashion Illuminati? Yeah, yeah, like Anna Wintour and everybody, right? Yeah. Is that who that would be? Yeah, they're like we have all these we have all these jive t-shirts we got to uh yeah <laughs> you guys remember also jive? if that's true what would be the thing that comes from the, the aughts that like whale tails in the back for the ladies yeah. <laughs> hey quick we gotta get Girls those very like their thongs out and also like think about like this has happened forever like in the 70s there was like a 50s revival you had greece you had uh happy, happy days. days yeah yeah um the like leather jackets and then in the uh 90s it was like the 70s revival you have movies like dazed and confused and then like girls are wearing bell bottoms and like little t- yeah. you know it's like it's always been an iteration that's like about 20 years and that has like been very concurrent since like i mean i think since popular culture culture like even was in its infancy which is like in the 50s you know what i mean yeah. back I mean, in the cool. jurassic time they were wearing things from the cretaceous period or vice versa <laughs> yeah <laughs> Wait, there's only 20 years between the Jurassic and Cretaceous, Mike? A lot of people don't know that. not literally accurate. That's true. You got me. Well, time to get my uh, time to get my dragon button-down shirts out. Yeah, I was about to say, who's got a who's got a somebody put a gecko skateboarding on a shirt. Yeah. Oh, and and also, of course, uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, they were just taking things that the Flintstones had popularized. Yabba right. dabba ding dong, etc. Oh what you got? God. You got a yabba dabba doo dong. Rip rabbity root. Um, <laughs> you guys did it. We did it. Um, in the 90s, where there's always like the rapping, like like in Sugar Ray, there's always like like what's your love? Uh, like, it's just like always like a hype man that would just have like probably like rah, 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 rah. Rah. Oh, what you want? What you play? What you want? What, what, that, what happened to that guy? What happened to that guy? Mark so McGrath. What you want, guy. Yeah. He's back. When every band uh, had a dancing guy, like the Mighty Mighty Boston's dancing guy. I wish that that was true. I wish that every band needs a dancing guy. Just bring a guy in the back dancing. Yeah. Oh, do you want to hear about a, a backup dancer, singular, not dancers? <laughs> dancing no, guy. dancer person. Yeah, just okay. uh, the not Boston's a had a guy who just One did. Yeah, he's still in the band. I went and saw them uh, right before the pandemic. Dancing guy's still there, baby. Dancing guy. That's what he does. There's no like he's definitely there's another reason he's it's like a tambourine player it's like oh, yeah no like, he's like no don't even hand like, me don't no. even try handing me a Kyle Bell I don't I won't touch it like <laughs> and we have him around because he lets us fuck him in the ass like yeah. there's a reason it's not just the dancing I'm guy. sure along the 20 year tenure of Mighty Mighty Boston's are like should you learn the saxophone and he's like no I'm not gonna fucking learn the saxophone yeah you could have you could have picked up a saxophone and been like and then like over the days broke yeah. They're, they're a success with him doing just what he's doing. And he like, can, can you imagine, like, how much do you get paid as a dancing guy? He goes and cashes checks for years. He bought a house on dancing guy money. I would love it, that job. <laughs> it's the best. I'd do yeah, it. Put he's the smartest the man alive. Fishbone, if you're listening, I will be dancing guy. Yeah. His kids probably go to a private school off of dancing guy money. Yeah!
that's Simon, Mike, Jake, Andy, and Nina. Please hit subscribe. There's still more show, but if you want video of this panel and like 76 other panels, that's on the show's Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Brido. B-R-I-D-O. If you go there, I give you preferential treatment. You can submit questions to the panel. There are other things on site. There are World Series reviews, 1903 to 1960. I posted my 36th Chicago Comedy History Project bonus show this week with James Fritz. You know James Fritz, but go there and hear his origin story. If you want to help support the show, that's also where you go. Do I need money? Yes. So let's get some more people this week. Patreon.com forward slash Brido. And if you want even more of me, I did the Patreon edition of Power Moves with Mike Burns last week. So check that out if you feel like it. Okay, we'll get right back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors. This show is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Urbandale, Iowa, my beloved home state. What happened to the Hawkeyes last week? Learn to defend yourself. Get back in shape. Learn from black belt instructor and bona fide hunk, JJ motherfucking bar. He's been on the show. If you're in the Des Moines area, stop getting your ass kicked. Go, go Plata, the fuck out of life until it taps. No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Tell them Brido sent you. What's the best way to handle the streaming wars? Uh, judge all the content against each other? The Buffer Battle Podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content each week against each other to determine who's the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins, and at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-barred cage match to see who wins the month. Often joined by special guests, including me, your boy Brido, to help declare the winners tournament style. These guys have fun making fun of themselves as they keep their passion for film and TV alive during the podcast. Tony's a film nerd, Joel's a music geek, and they aren't shy about their opinions. Listen to the Buffer Battle podcast wherever you download your podcasts. Hi, this is Dustin with None Taken Podcast, and I have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstein. Hey, this is Alan with None Taken, and I also have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstein. And you clearly listen to Hunk with Mike Bridenstein, so maybe you'll like our show, too. We post weekly episodes recapping current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives. Give us a listen. You can find us wherever you found Hunk with Mike or go to our website, nuntakenpod.com. And now back to the world's greatest panel. Fuck yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> These guys fuck. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin and Alan those guys fuck and some of you think when i say that i mean each other quit judging now here's the thrilling conclusion of simon mike jake andy and nina if you don't already please hit subscribe i opened for a guy who just did jack nicholson impressions once his whole act his was whole act one long jack nicholson what, what, was it jack nicholson? Jack yeah. nicholson oh wait it was jack nicholson <laughs> just... I opened up Jack Nicholson books himself at the Red Lion Inn in uh, outside of Boise. At... <laughs> so he can do a long Jack Nicholson impression. Okay, I want your take on this one. The city of Christchurch, New Zealand, has paid this guy who's 88 years old about $10,000 a year since 1998 
to be the official wizard of New Zealand. Mm-hmm. He got so he's gotten like two hundred and sixty thousand dollars, roughly, for this bullshit job where he dresses like a wizard. <laughs> then he went on TV recently. And he said, I love women, never strike one because they bruise too easily and they'll tell their neighbors if you hit them. And they're like, okay. So the wizard guy got canceled? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) The wizard guy, 88-year-old official wizard of New Zealand, just got canceled for being like, don't hit women. They bruise easily. Can I just say it kind of makes sense that there's like an official Wizard of New Zealand because that's where they filmed all the Lord of the Ring movies. Can I tell you something People though? Go there looking this for was wizards. before that. Yeah. Oh. Then. Okay. So here's the thing: is that he's only getting ten grand a year. You said correct. In New Zealand, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's it, it says on Wikipedia. I'm just saying that ten grand a year to dress up like a wizard actually seems like fair compensation. <laughs> and I just don't it, know it, how often, you're not even like looking at the corollary of how much work that he had to do. Was he doing this every week? How much of his wizardry was required? After, he, like multiple times a week? Is he only getting really like $5 a fucking hour for all of this work? Like, you know, he used to dress up and then he's like, he's making like, uh, is he making house calls? Is he just yeah. like showing up around the town? Is he also, taking photos of people? Yeah. What thirty years? Thirty years? You never ask for a raise? I mean, yeah, yeah. I actually on this guy's side. Also, women, we do bruise easily. So you're pro pro wizard. A lot to my neighbors. So (laughs) yeah, Uh, I love love Gavin. If I may, uh, I think I've done a little more research than everyone else has by looking it up on Wikipedia two minutes ago, and I found that uh, he was doing it for eight years unpaid before they started paying him so the two hundred sixty thousand dollars that he made over the course of 26 years actually should be divided over 34 years and so i think that's even fairer also it says uh i'm sorry to i'm sorry that this is not going to be a joke this is just a sincere offering that it's uh part of it is for promoting the town so they're paying somebody less than minimum wage for marketing so how much does well that was my question not the wizard he said it's bad to hit women too i like how i'm like i will die on this hill (laughs) (laughs) he didn't say you can hit him hit him but they bruise he's like you shouldn't but the reasons are fucked up but he's 80 something years old speak that's like the nicest thing an 80 year old has said about a woman yeah that's like that is literally he's like woke that's basically an 80 year old like promoting blm that is have you spoken to anybody that's in their 80s they say you're like okay okay, be quiet quiet." other other 80 year olds are like okay whatever smoke your dope you They're like, whoa, that's actually... I think that I agree with Simon. 80-year-olds are not a monolith. There's all kinds... Like, my grandmother was 91 when she died, and uh, she voted uh, for many progressive candidates over her time in office as my grandmother. Um, (laughs) But uh, the 80-year-olds come in all genders and all, uh, you know, all races, I think. Uh, Maybe some die sooner than 80, but uh, a lot of people make it to 80 um but yeah i i also think that he it's good for people to not beat women yeah 
Wow, brave. True story. <laughs> True story. I'm on I'm on your I'm on your side and this yeah. wizard's side. Let's not lose sight of the wizard. I honestly didn't know this would be mostly pro wizard other than Jake wants him shot and murdered. <laughs> yeah. Jake wants so, him he... murdered. I'm still not over like uh, the fact that he was a wizard for free for a long time, and then somebody came along and started paying him. And that person could have just been like, "Hey, this wackadoo is being a wizard for free yeah. around his now. business card said wizard for free, <laughs> pound free wizard." And then somebody was like, "Well, wait, you know, we should probably." That person's a sweetheart. The person who was like, "Can we throw a couple bones to the?" A couple who, bones. Can we throw ten grand at this guy? He Can actually we, wants. This guy he wanted bones. Yeah. He wanted they bones. had a meeting, and somebody at that meeting was like, "I think he'll do it forever for free, Steve. I don't think we got to even talk about this." Like, nah, we got Wait, uh, Peter hey. Jackson money coming in. So, <laughs> yeah. what's he doing now? Now that he's like quote unquote canceled, like I guess he's not getting his. He's on money. Rogan. On Rogan, I don't know. What yeah, do yeah. He, <laughs> he's on Rogan. Selling a new uh, anti-vaccine. He has a pro cop coffee that he sells on Rogan. <laughs> I like my. Co- oh, hold on, I I don't have it all yet. Okay. Uh, you like here, your. Here's the ingredients. You like your wizard. Like my my wizard. Oh, no, I like my <laughs> women. Like my wizard likes them. Like his coffee. It's pro cop black and blue. Okay, that's all. <laughs> Hey. There's something I don't have it all yet, but uh, there's no, a lot of ingredients. That was fast <laughs> no, no. math. I, I consider that fast math. I think that's math. all of it. <laughs> I think you got all the meat off that bone. Uh, I think you connected. I think it's in the upper I deck. I think you connected. I think it's I'd like to give the wizard the bone, that bone. Yeah. Uh, I think you need a pearl necklace because you are a bad bitch. Uh, yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> um, okay, Demi Lovato, who has a new UFO show. Said that we oh, have to yeah. stop calling extraterrestrials aliens because it's harmful and offensive. Then nice. Neil deGrasse Tyson came out and said, actually, aliens have no feelings. Who is the asshole? Whoa. Well, uh, I mean, hi, okay. Neil's I the asshole. trailer for the Demi Lovato thing, and she's like, hi, I'm Denny, <laughs> Demi Lovato, uh, extraterrestrial chaser. Like, no, you're not. You're <laughs> what? <laughs> When did that happen? Travis Barker. A oh, a straight show. white man, Travis Barker, can do it? Yeah, but, like, if you're a celebrity who gets a TV show, you don't have to say I you're, am. like, an expert at the thing. You can just say, like, yeah, 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 I yeah. schmucked my way into getting this alien yeah. TV show because I'm famous. Yeah. You don't have to say, like, I've spent my life chasing aliens. We know that you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you can skip that step. Wasn't she, like, There's 15? Like a whole documentary about how Demi Lovato, like, uh... She almost she OD'd right. She's definitely not chasing aliens then. Also, real oh, quick, I, I believe okay. Demi Lovato is goes by they. Oh, oh right, sorry. Well, I do. Remember I accept your apology. Sorry, they don't have anything to do with aliens. But Demi Demi Lovato did try to cancel the Big Chill, that frozen yogurt place in Westwood, for I... uh, for uh, selling frozen yogurt that was guilt free. And uh, and she called him out on Instagram. What does that mean? Like uh, low sugar, you know. Did and, they uh, think that it was something like they didn't want to vilify food? Like Demi Lovato did want to be like, there's no such thing as guilty 
food. Exactly. Exactly. And tried to and tried to shut down the business. And then a bunch of people were like, you're going after a small business owned by women. Like, why is Demi Lovato so bored? Exactly. I, I love it. You need to write, like, read a book. Why are we so bored? <laughs> what would you do if somebody's that, like, don't say extraterrestrial or don't say alien <laughs> about aliens? What, like, uh, what are you the, even talking about? We yeah, haven't found no, exactly. we, we don't know what aliens are offended by because we haven't like hung out with one yet. I feel like yeah. they're in contact with aliens. I don't Has, know. Have they claimed that? It seems to me that. Demi Lovato is responding to the idea that it is problematic to call uh, undocumented immigrants illegal aliens because sure. that is othering in a way that is harmful in in real world ways. And right. so they're just extending and expanding that to be like, let's not call anyone aliens, even the ones that we haven't made contact with just in case they come to earth. And they're like, hey, people are using, we don't like the tone that you're using the word alien in racist. So can you use a different word for us? They're just trying to get out ahead of it. I truly believe that's what's happening. And it is a lot of steps. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the thing is that that the whole reason why it's very derogatory to call a person an illegal alien is because not because of really alien but illegal no human being is illegal so by saying illegal having that implication already just like negates their humanity and i think that's really the most offensive aspect of so it. Alien we, we can't illegal. negate the humanity of an alien but but to say yeah. somebody's illegal, I think is extremely offensive because no person is illegal. Legalize well, aliens. You make but... me stop watching the movie Aliens because it's one of my favorites, and I'm not gonna stop. They're just they're just gonna re-release it with a new name. The Guardians, it'll be called. Yeah. Et. Well, it'll be the... Et. E. Uh, the other Et. The Hollywood the movie. The creature it's with the like biting mouth in its mouth. And Demi Lovato, both idiots, because for Neil deGrasse Tyson to be like, actually, they don't have feelings. I'm like, okay, step too far. They might yeah. have. You okay. don't know shit, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are they yeah. both bored? Why would Neil oh, weigh in? Oh, he's bored out of his mind. Well, he's always weighing in on. Um, he, he, he just has a Google alert set for any extraterrestrial yeah. or science-related so, things. Demi yeah. Lovato talking about aliens. Do you know the Neil deGrasse Tyson Titanic story? No. Okay, no. so when the movie came out, Titanic, when they're in, when they're sinking, when the boat is sinking, you can see the sky. Neil deGrasse Tyson saw that and he goes, "The stars are wrong," and he went up to uh, James Cameron at a party <laughs> and he's like. During the last scene, the stars are wrong. And James Cameron looked at him and goes, how much money did that movie make? Like a billion dollars worldwide? And he's like, I guess. He's like, imagine how much it would have made if the stars were right. <laughs> <laughs> but when it came back but, out, they fixed the fucking stars. But what does that wow. mean? The stars, like that they weren't that. The it's not where they would be. The place? Big Dipper is here yeah. and the things yeah. over here and it's all gobbledygook. Okay. Okay, Neil. He's like the Relax, most Neil. wet blanket. I feel like he's like a Facebook comment come to life. I'm like, actually, it's like nobody oh, yeah. wants to hang out with somebody like that. I met Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> and he but, didn't say much. He kept to himself. He's very kind. I feel like he has this pressure on him 
to be like exactly like you said. He has an alert on his phone. He's like, I'm sorry, uh, someone said aliens, and he has to get in the. I should uh, ask Matt Kirshen. He's like friends with him. With uh, extraterrestrial? Who? With uh, the extraterrestrials, yeah. You know what I think would be a great tattoo is a uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson face tattoo. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, baby. An alt for that one is, uh, oh, I uh, I know a guy who has a, uh, a tattoo of Neil deGrasse Tyson's face on his own face. Okay, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Mike Tyson should get a tattoo on his face of Neil deGrasse Tyson with a tattoo of Mike Tyson on Neil deGrasse Tyson's face. I like it. That's, All right, I got to go. That's a lot my of things. <laughs> <laughs> Did that one wake up your baby? I really got to go. So funny? Do you have to go? <laughs> okay, <Again>. bye. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really, you really in? That's one of those bits that you could just do for until the audience is like, stop it. <laughs> We're going to test gonna them. Gonna We're going to test Tyson. them. I'm going to get a Tyson chicken and put a tattoo of Mike Tyson <laughs> on Neil deGrasse Tyson. I, I think that, that every joke Hume's joke, Andy. I was just thinking about that the whole time. The what? That the, the face of Mike Tyson on your face as a tattoo. You were asking Mike Tyson's joke face was. on my face. Yeah, somebody has that bit, and I can't think of. I feel like it might be Alan Strickland Williams. Yeah, it maybe. Yeah, that does seem like that would be a Strickland. Back when he. Oh, you remember when uh, when ASW used to do this? I, my name is Alan Strickland Williams. I'm going to tell you twelve jokes. When he yeah. said when he when Mike called his shot, I was like, "That's a Stricky Wills move." That's a Strickland Williams. We've done a couple, man. We gotta. Yeah. He's gotta chime in on us. Just uh, hack, and I'm. I'm. I gotta put a suit on and uh, right. <laughs> do twelve jokes. I remember Michael Costa was on the same show as Alan once, and he counted how many jokes Alan told, and he's like, "Damn it, he did do 18. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Former tennis pro Michael Costa, former tennis. Yeah. Pro. Also from Michigan. We're from the same state. I met him. Wow. In, yeah, he did. Uh, Aspen audition in Chicago, and I met him then. Thank you. That was back in the days when he carried that trophy in his back pocket. <laughs> yes, he wore. Okay, uh, last one. Let's do one. Uh, they asked this question on a website, and I read the headline, and I was like, I'll use it. Uh, marriage rates are plummeting. Why are reality dating series so popular? Okay, well, I can't even wrap my head around it. Okay, so, what? so 29%. Oh, this is going to be one of those ones where I give you numbers, but not a lot of 18 to 34 year olds are getting married now, whereas mm -hmm. like they used to. And these shows are basically like 19th century courting rituals. People went to like bad bitch beach to get married. <laughs> there was a HBO. Film. Not like that, but like the bachelor bad bitch yeah. beach in the 19th century. Yeah. Bad bitch beach. <laughs> bad bitch beach. They're calling these reality dating shows like Where you give a pearl necklace. Oh, these things. Right. The well, I mean, they already so have, on. they already have fuck boy Island. You got to get, yeah. get bad, bitch, was... beach. bad, bitch, bad beach. bitch beach. Coming for you. Glazer. <laughs> you, can, you can hop a ferry. You can hop a ferry from Bad Bitch Beach to Over Fuck Boy fuck, Island. Yeah. You get lost it's on one. And you're like, I think I'm on Fuck Boy Island now. I was on Am Bad I, Bitch did Beach. Did I take the wrong ferry? Am I on <laughs> Fuck Boy Island? I no, you want to take it back to Fairy Island. Yeah. Oh, oh you guys, I, get back. I believe the island identifies as F Boy Island. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's true. That I, is I, true. I got to take a boat over to Mommy Milker Yorg. <laughs> oh, specificity. I've been seeing that all over. That's the new thing. And I'm like, yeah, I, 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 good. Wait, I like what's it. the new thing? <laughs> I, I haven't been seeing it anywhere. So maybe it's your algorithm. Well, I've been, I've been seeing a lot of advertisements for 
I've been seeing a lot of ads for this thing I've been searching for constantly. You guys seen all these billboards for stepmom hand job? Yeah. You guys know <laughs> I, what I'm talking about. I don't want to shame anyone. Whatever you're into, I'm for it. No kink shaming, but don't say it's advertising. We know what it is. You guys know, and I have to go. Right now. I, hey, hey so f- I got hey, I gotta go. I got somewhere I gotta be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get Tommy it. Tommy Milkers! <laughs> Ah, bad bitch island. Wait, can you actually genuinely explain what mommy milk? <laughs> yeah, they're big boobs. Before you go, please. They're big boobs. What's a mommy milker? What's I've it? seen it. I've seen it. I've seen a bunch of friends posting about it's a it. Show? I see it on. I see it on TikTok. No, it should be a show, but it's it's the new it's the new thing for. Uh, and the new what term is it, Simon? For, it's a porn site for having big. Boobs. And really quick, what it's is it, Simon? Oh, boobs. it's a new term. Yeah. Oh, it's it's like, look, show, but it was like look. It's a term for knockers. It's a boob term. Not yeah, it's the new. Look at her. Look at that broad. She's got new, some mommy it's the milkers. New gazungas. <laughs> I didn't. And let me tell you this: I never searched for it once. It just pops up in my feed because TikTok knows what I like. <laughs> mommy milkers. Yeah, it's like it's cat videos, cooking. <laughs> If you like cat videos and cooking, you might like a mommy milker. Yeah. (laughs) Just my face, like, (laughs) horrifying, horrifying. Also, I I love that, like, in the 80s and up until very recently, like, comedians could really depend on, hey, you know this commercial we all been seeing? And people are like, yeah. But now you got to be careful. Like, you know this thing that was tailored very specifically and curated to my taste (laughs) that actually is embarrassing? Just for me. Yeah. On the side, you know, on the side panel when it has this really embarrassing thing that happens to you guys. (laughs) You know something that gets right to your soul? Yeah. (laughs) You know when you're just on the website and on the side panel, it's like my dick doesn't work anymore. Here's some pills (laughs) for my penis that no longer works. (laughs) You guys know how you just keep seeing ads for like how your dick fell off? I can never like look at porn really because it's not for women. It's not tailored to us really. And anytime I'm even like, well, let me just see what the kids are up to, you know, and I'll just look up something like in my brain, what is like normal or whatever. And then like the side panel is like, you want to see Stewie fuck Marge Simpson? I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I also I like that the way you introduce this is you're like. I'm not really into porn, but let's see what the kids are up to. <laughs> yeah. I just want to see what's in the zeitgeist, you know, sexual. You have your finger on the pulse. Yeah, they yeah. the kids want to see uh, the Flintstones graphically fuck the Jetsons. That's what they want to see. Anthony Kiedis's yabba dabba ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> what I got, you gotta give it in the box. You gotta uh, give it to your mama milkers. Yeah, the B movie porn parody. <laughs> this show's collapsing in on itself with the callbacks. I'm I think trying that's to good. think of what it's, the B movie. Oh, it's B whole movie. B whole, there it is. B whole, a B whole movie. Look on my works and behold. <laughs> All right, I really gotta go. This is fun. <laughs> okay, does anybody want to plug anything before you go? Does anybody want to plug anything? Uh, um, Andy's B-hole? Okay. Andy's, yeah. Andy's um, B-hole. When, when is this, this is coming out Friday? Friday, the whatever the date is on Friday. 22nd. No, no, the Comedy Bureau is having its double anniversary for LA, October 25th at the Elysian. The brand new Oh, Elysian. yeah. 
What's it's a double anniversary? Show there, I think. What's a double anniversary? Like your twentieth? Well, okay, Andy, I had <laughs> I was going to celebrate my ten-year anniversary for the bureau last year, but I remember something happened. Yeah, thing I remember, happened. yeah, yeah. Also, I had appendicitis that week, so yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's yeah, the anniversary of both. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I <laughs> you know I had appendicitis. <laughs> I drove my e myself to the ER. Happy appendiversary! Um, a year ago. Look how happy Kaplan is. Yeah, baby, appendiversary, <laughs> got him. That's not why I'm laughing. Can I tell but you, I like can it. I make a Kevin request? Kevin and I are going to go on tour where he goes first, and then I'm just going to, like, top all of the oh, two-man two show. Of everything he just did. Uh, can, I, can I make a request for your double anniversary? Yeah, what's up? Monocle. Monocle. How about double monocle double glasses? glasses. <laughs> monocle Lewinsky. That's how the glasses were invented. A guy's like, what are you wearing? Uh, are those two monocles? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a bad Lewinsky. Yeah. The monocle Lewinsky is a move-in porn oh where somebody God. comes in your eye. Yeah. <laughs> Someone gets DNA in your eye. <laughs> oh, the monocle Lewinsky. Monocle Lewinsky. Wow. All right. Who has more? Who has plugs? Nobody? Everybody? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll say things. Yeah, yeah I'll say things. A Andy, you have to go. You say things. Um, listen to Haunt the Johnsons on Audible. It's a new podcast that I'm on. It's great. Wonderful. Well, if you have Audible. If not, I think it's free on Audible. If you sign up for Audible, you can listen to it. It's really it's a scripted podcast about ghosts. I play a ghost who lives on the hood of a car. That's and fantastic. Kristen Shaw's in it. That's and great. it's really good. I like her. Wait, I, I okay. Okay, can I just I just want to plug uh just follow me on TikTok at Simi Gibson backslash mommy milker fan <laughs> number number one. Number one. Mommy milker number one. Yeah. Number so, one. Yeah. It is just me. Milker fan my number one. Tips you you know you get me to take that out. You gave your backup account just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm banned. Okay. Uh I'm Mike Kaplan, spelled my weird way on all the social media and things. I have podcasts. I have albums. My most recent album came out last year, and I'm real proud of it. It's called AKA. So I'd say listen to that if you if you want, and it'll be it'll be just like this, except uh, about meaningful things. Wow. <laughs> Fair. What what I mean is not that your show is full of meaningless things, it Mike, is. but no, that but it, it is. I didn't say anything meaningful here, but on my album, I do. Oh. Wonderful. Vegan Mind Meld. Check it out. Thank you, Mike. Nina? Oh, um, my Instagram handle was PizzaParty69. <laughs> I don't know. Hell yeah, but, dude. Hell yeah. It's a great name. I like when like people, like, you know, with comics are all like, I'm working on this. I'm like, I'm not working on anything. Um, I got nothing to plug. You were on, uh, what's it called? You were on oh. Hacks. I'm she was in New York. I'm not doing shit. I'm actually. Yeah, you, I just saw you on a TV show. She was show. on what Hacks, the TV you show. You were on Hacks. Emmy nominated. Good job on Hacks. If <laughs> plugs can be about things that you have done. Yeah, plugs can be brags. If done, not that you. Plug is just I was a brag. on an, an, an Emmy Award winning television series. There it, there it is. is. It's great. Congrats. Oh. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, Quit fucking bragging, Nina. <laughs> <laughs> Who gave you permission? Jesus Tell us what price going on and on. You were on hacks. Do your Adriana Giraffe Mafia again, please. 
<laughs> you're gonna get a show called yeah giraffe uh, mafia giraffe wait mafia. we got a new animated come back no no i got a new animated series called giraffe mafia <laughs> uh we're gonna I write just... this weekend <laughs> we could just be giraffia be yeah it'd be easy to write as giraffes and they're in the mafia but it's coming out <laughs> yeah Guardia, uh, which is like that horrendous like disease you get if you drink dirty water like Giardia, never mind. Giraffardia, yeah. When you drink Giardia, Giardia. When you drink water at the zoo and you get orange spots, you it's Giraffardia. <laughs> I'm not accepting that. No. I'm just trying to be the next Mike Kaplan, you guys. There is no next Mike Kaplan. He's <laughs> what they broke the mold. Uh, I think you're being a giraffe next Mike Kaplan. How about <laughs> what? Oh, uh, giraffes have necks. That was next, too. That the was next too. Mike Kaplan. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I get it. Okay, I get it. This is going to be... I'm going to make a flow chart for everybody for this episode, just so they know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we started with this, so we got to here. <laughs> giraffes are... Ri- a giraffe in the mafia is really, like, risking... Because, like, to slit a giraffe's throat is, like, one of the easiest things. Piano so. wire. Oh, look out. Yeah. <laughs> you use a whole piano. Yeah, you just could just... <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you, Andy's guys. baby has grown up, so uh, yeah, you know, my baby, off my to baby college. Just fed himself two bottles <laughs> off the time from was... mommy milkers. Yeah, Ma- yeah <laughs> thank you. My baby That'll is do it. college. That'll haunt your dreams. Okay. Bye, thank Bye. you guys. Bye. We did it. We did it. Yeah, that's Simon, Mike, Jake, Andy, and Nina. Please hit subscribe. I will tag them all individually on Twitter and Instagram at some point. Go give them a follow. They want specifically you, sir, to follow them on social media. That is the show. Thank you so much for listening. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. Light.